what's going on, guys? Welcome to Brutally Honest Reviews. Uh, my name is Bobby, this is Evan, this is Justin, and today we got our special guest, Rob, uh, joining us to review A Quiet Place. Which is the horror movie equivalent to Marco Polo. <laughs> it sure is, Justin. Um, so, so you got... Um, a Quiet Place that was not only stars co-written and directed by John Krasinski. 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 Um, so what this movie is about is a semi-post-apocalyptic world where there is a small family who not only tries to survive but thrive in this world as their uh, area is riddled with the Demogorgons from Stranger Things. Um, I think it's kinda. more like the the. Like, there's a cr there are cross a between lot. a lot of different things. You yeah. could say uh, Predator. You could Licker's say Alien. You could probably yeah, you could say, say Cloverfield things. a little more than you'd like to. Perhaps. Perhaps. Cloverfieldish. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we won't go into uh, we won't go into spoilers right away. We'll give a uh, a brief overview of what each of us thought of the movie. Um, then we'll get spoiler heavy. So Justin. <clears throat> what did you think of A Quiet Place? So I thought The Quiet Place was probably one of the... It's not a horror film, but it's definitely one of the most thrillerist movies I've seen since Don't Breathe, in which this is a movie that leaves zero relief and makes your ass so fucking tight the entire film that I, I, I loved every second of it. How could I not? Uh, but we'll get to a little bit more after. What about you, Evan? Evan. Um, I f***ing loved it. I, I, I feel like the entire movie kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time, and even the end. Um, spoiler alert. I'm not gonna actually give a spoiler, I lied. Um, so even at the <laughs> end, that yet. We're good. I was sitting on the edge of my seat. I kind of was sitting in my seat watching the credits, thinking there was gonna be something after you, knowing that there wouldn't be. Nick, yeah, Nick kind Fury of just was like, gonna show up. <laughs> yeah, things were dropping in the credits, and I was like, I thought it was happening, like, in the movie still. Like, I left with a buzz. Mm. Nice. Rob, what'd you think? I love this movie. This may have been either my favorite movie of the year so far or a second favorite only to Annihilation. But what I loved about this movie is from the word go, as soon as it gave how far after the happenings, I was quiet the entire time, completely enveloped in the story. <clears throat> Lucky for you, there was no word go for nearly 30 minutes of this movie. What I thought that this movie did really well, uh, I liked it. I wouldn't go as far to say that I, I loved it. Um, I, I applaud it for being incredibly well done. Um, and I think it's a fantastic movie. I just personally didn't, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, like I love it. I think you guys are more, um, I mean, I know that you're a huge fan of horror. You're I, a huge I, fan of horror. I would like to argue that it, you can't call anything it one genre, is. but sure, sure, sure. I'm not. No, I don't think this is a horror movie at all. Um, but those horror-esque, thriller-esque type films where you are on the edge of your seat, those are the types of movies that you love. Um, typically, uh, that's not like my thing. But you can't deny a well-crafted movie regardless of what genre it is and regardless of what you like. Um, so it was really, really well done. And one of the biggest things that I thought was really well done is um, its ability to submerse you into its world. Um, where I saw this in a crowded theater 
everyone was as quiet as the main characters the entire time. Like the 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 movie was did such a great job showing you how much sound there actually is in the world and how you can't make it. So much so that when you were watching it, you felt like you couldn't make any noise either. Um, so I thought that that was just an interesting thing. Just an interesting thing in general. I loved the fact that there's about 20 words in this movie. Like a like actual words. Like, and they're meaningful. I like yeah. the point of it too. It's like, the intro is so quiet for so long that you become like comfortable with the quiet that the second a sound happens, you want to punch somebody in the face for making a sound because even like okay i'm back to, let me backtrack a little bit like, i i agree like you know exactly what's happening when you see this movie for the first 30 minutes even though zero exposition's given nothing is said nothing is really like, like you really have no idea what this is about but then you do know what this is about and so the second the first sound is heard you're just you want to throw something at the character I, I was actually, I was actually telling Taylor, Taylor was eating popcorn next to me. She was making noise theater, and I actually, I was 20 minutes into the movie, I was like, Taylor, can you please, are you done with your popcorn? Can you please fuck up? Nobody yeah. was eating in this it theater. Was, it was yeah. I really when I went, were. nobody was eating. Even Quiet. yeah, it was just, it was great. Like it, it did a good job. The world building, the world building was. You really get sucked into the world watching the movie. Yeah, and you and you realize even something so subtle like uh like the lantern falling you go oh my god that it, wasn't very subtle but it's just a, dramatic but <laughs> it's dramatic but the, the thing is like small things like that happen every day yeah. and you don't bat an eye at it you don't you don't go oh my god that that happened but the the movie just does such a good job what i really liked about it is it the quietness wasn't a gimmick to, to get you hooked into the movie. They stayed true to the movie the whole time, and 95% of the movie is all sign language. Yeah. And and it's all the, the, the emotion that these actors are able to convey, strictly with their facial expressions and their mannerisms. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I want, I want to go into spoilers right now. Um, let's oh, let's yeah. give it five, four, three, two, one, and we're spoilerific. So, Rip, I actually, I saw this in the Providence Place Theater. There was a Dave and Buster's next door, and I was playing some video games, and I actually showed up a little bit late. So tell me how this movie okay. actually opens, because I think the scene that I missed was the boy playing with the thing that I saw in the trailer. Do you guys mind if I take this one? Go Good. for it. Okay, well, it opens up there in a, like, a broken down pharmacy looking for supplies to bring back to the house. This boy sees a rocket ship, which is his way. He envisions them getting out of this situation, taking a spaceship off of this earth and just escaping the monsters. His dad sees him with the spaceship and he, you can tell he's mortified because he knows that this spaceship can make sound. And as a little kid, you're curious. You just want to have fun, play with toys. His heart drops immediately, takes the toys from him, takes the batteries out, and basically apologizes to the kids, saying, I'm sorry, I know you want to, but you just can't. It's too dangerous. His deaf sister sees how much he wants this and gives him the toy back with the batteries out. The kid leaves the pharmacy, looks back, sees the batteries, and grabs them. And at that moment, the entire theater I was in was like, oh... <laughs> yeah, you knew it. 
everyone in the theater, where there was a collective groan, like, he's a little kid, but at the same time, f*** this idiot, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was deserved. Yeah, they, national selection. Oh, my God. Honest. You just knew exactly what was going to happen at that point. They're on the walk home, and for, this little kid is far behind everyone. He sees how far he is. He's like, all right. Takes out the toy, starts playing it, hears how loud it is, and continues to play with it. And you see his dad turn around and go, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, he makes no sound, he's but you can see it. You can out. see it in his eyes how devastated he is. He books it for this kid. Snatched up. Done. Now, so... So I was... So obviously, I, you saw that in the trailer. You, you saw that kind of interaction cut up within the trailer. Yeah. He was taken right then and there in the middle of the woods when they were walking on the Right trail. in the beginning. But they, the rest of the family was completely safe simply because they were quiet. They can't see. I know that they can't see, but in terms of... In terms of, like... Just stepping, making sounds, going like things like that. Like there was no, there was no worry of them getting hurt either. There's the, a little bit of a. Miss- they kind of address this later on that if there's a louder sound around, smaller sounds are okay. They yeah, also yeah, have yeah. the entire path laid out on the way home with sand yes. to allow quiet stepping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the small little uh, small little things like that is where I thought the, the subtleties movie, in the environment. The movie really thrived yeah. in terms of being like this. I, I said it in the overview. Um, you know, not only is the family trying to survive, but they're trying to thrive with playing games, um, with, you know, the, the whole uh, pregnancy is kind of symbolic, I think, of, you know, coming in new and, and adding to this family and, and trying to find a, a happy a, a happy um, silver lining yeah even within this this you know hell that they're living yeah. in um, and I thought that was really cool so I'm brought up to speed I was I was there and I got in I, I, I actually went in um, during the kids playing Monopoly, and even Monopoly, they their pieces okay. were, uh, were in were in yarn uh, pieces, yeah. like little pieces of yarn, so they wouldn't make any noise. And I was just like, oh, they 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 thought of everything. Um, was there anything else I missed? Clearly, the girl feels responsible. I gathered that from context clues throughout. She feels like like the dad blames her. She puts the toy in the grave. Like there was there was that whole thing. Was there anything else that I missed from? From the opening to the middle. Right after the first, the youngest son dies, is a time jump of a little bit over a year. So that's right where it picks off. Was it exactly a year? I was trying to add. It was over a year. It was like 400 and something days. Yeah, it wasn't exactly a year. I was thinking like it would, like it would be symbolic to be on the day that he's gone, but it wasn't. It didn't didn't add up. (laughs) Yeah. Try for a while. (laughs) So right from there, we have uh, the kids playing. The the, lan- the lantern falls. Yep. He quickly uh, brings it back together, and then you kind of just see all of these kids do, uh, or all of these people inside of the, kind of start doing their own thing. You get the kids playing, and then you go downstairs, and you have this, uh, what I thought was like a really uh, genuine um, uh, conveyance of emotions where, where the, uh, the mom and the dad are downstairs, she takes her headphone, puts it in his ear, and they're both kind of just like dancing in silence. Well, not silence to them, but dancing in the silence and, you know, just trying to have a nice romantic moment. Um, you know, 
you know, in the midst of, of trying to not get eaten by these death monsters. Like it was just all of these all of these moments just they they felt earned to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought that was really cool. You can also see uh, like down there. He all had, his notes. Um, but yeah, that that's another thing I was saying. Like he's trying to. Like he's trying to figure this. This thing guy out. is totally on top of everything. Yeah, like he's trying to figure it out. You see him, um, like soldering new hearing aids for his daughter. Really, you know, just. I thought that was a really clever uh, kind of signs esque moment at the end too. And jumping ahead a little bit, but when we find out that the girl is able to use the hearing aids to her advantage to kill to kill or incapacitate the uh, monsters. Yeah. Like in Signs, where it's the glasses of water that the girl leaves around. Yeah, you know, unknowingly <clears throat> helps them later on, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I loved the jump back and forth between um, hearing nothing from the girl's perspective to hearing a little something yeah. from everybody else's perspective. It, it wasn't night and day because you had to be quiet. That's you know interesting, because I, mean? I, I didn't like that at first. I thought it, I was trying to think of, like, how could they have done it better? How could they have done it better? And I, I couldn't think of anything. So I don't think they did. I, I don't know if there's something they did wrong, but I think early in the movie, when I was kind of getting into it, I didn't really kind of get why they did what they did. But then later in the movie, it made more sense, because every time they would do it, it would become more and more impactful, and more and more things would happen, and, and she would just not know or, or things would just go over her head, and, and we'd know. So I think it, it, the lack of noise was definitely unnerving. Yeah, I liked, I liked that... The, the reason I liked it was because it was barely a difference. And when you did... <coughs> excuse me. When you had the absolutely no noise, dead silence of the perspective of this deaf girl, um, you then go and hear that even when you're being as quiet as humanly possible there's noise you know what I mean so I, I just liked that you know back and forth of uh, of nothingness to barely just a little something I, I liked you know the subtleties like how we were talking about the movie's very subtle nothing's in your face everything's very just like here you go like just cute little things and you know I, I appreciated it where does it go from there Justin, where, what, what's, what comes right after the um, that scene where uh, they're dancing? The next day, what happens? I believe there's like a lot of exposition in which uh, the character played by John Krasinski uh, tries to teach the kid a bunch of stuff. When they go on their when they go on their little uh, takes them to the waterfall. They go on a hike. Yeah, that's when the first lines of the movie end up surfacing. It was kind of a cool thing where he he kind of teaches teaches the boy two things at once. He kind of teaches him how to survive and when it's okay to make loud noises, but also try to make it more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So it was like it was a weird it was a weird opportunity in the movie to do two things at once where it fit completely, and I think that was a real strong point. And then we have also, we have the girl, you know, thinking that she's not loved because she blames herself for, you know, her brother's death and goes off on her own because she's pissed off that she can't go with, uh, she can't go with her dad. Yeah. She goes back and she mourns the loss of her brother and, and then all that fiasco happens. She leaves her mom, her mom gets, her mom, uh, you know, has the baby and shit happens. Do the fucking nail. Oh God, the <laughs> 
That set that up so well. Oh my god, that would hurt. I have never been more pissed off by a fucking nail on the floor for nearly 30 minutes of my life. You know why that was so though? Because they did it. They they showed the nail being plucked up by the laundry 20 minutes before she steps on it. Yeah. yeah. So we know it's there. almost we forget. Know what's gonna happen? Yeah. But then when you see her going down the stairs, you're like, yeah. I I gotta okay. I work for a woodworking company, and I, I gotta say this. I'm sorry. We know stairs aren't constructed that way. They're not. Yeah. It's True. so the so the thing got caught like this, right? Here's the edge of the step, and, and the the laundry basket goes up like this, and it goes boom, and then the nail just ends up. And I'm like, there's not nails in the step this way going yeah. outward. Like, it it just, small things like that bring me out of the movie. Well, and you've been to the studio here? Because <laughs> there's nails everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but the way these step, like steps, like, True. a nail wouldn't come up because of that. Yeah. And that annoyed me. I like that it was there. I like that they put it in. It was a, they, they, they placed it in there. It wasn't heavy handed about being just like, oh, boom. And then the next scene, she's going down and she's stepping on it. Um, it's it set up. It's set up well. But that's not how stairs are built. And it annoyed me a little bit because I was like, no matter what you did with your laundry basket right there, no matter what happened, it wouldn't result in a nail sticking straight up. It just wouldn't. Um, so it, I'd be lying if I said it didn't bother me a little bit, but I wouldn't say like, oh, this was, like, it was fine, but it wouldn't happen. Most of the problems people have with movie, I can come up with a little, you know, like, but look at this way. Stairs are built that way. They're you just, you don't nail. What if the monsters built the stairs? They're blind. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, they're blind. That's, that, honestly, Evan... Yeah, you it. truly don't know if this is that's their it. house. Like, there's do we not? No, there's truly no. No, way. you really, that's you don't. There are pictures on the walls of them. There are, there are things of elements that make you believe like this is their home now, but there's no inclination that this was their home before. I personally, the whole Dave Chappelle thing house, breaks in the house, puts up his right. pictures of his family everywhere. This Tell is me. well, think about. Uh, this is set, I believe, in 2020. It's pretty close to modern time. Just yeah, basically a year or two in the future. That's super interesting. I really um, like the, the cinematography, by the way. While you're on the nail, um, how about that shot? This is, again, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but sure. how about that shot about when she, when she gets into the bathtub and the two legs coming out and the fucking blood? blood yeah. That 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 made me wet, and also I know she was too with blood. But yeah, that's the scene. That cinematography was. I, I mean, let's talk about the birth scene. I mean, yeah. I think that this was one of the high points of the movie. Can we get to the point where, like, who decided to reproduce Dude, that's during a, this? That's Emily Blunt. You don't pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you reproduce? They're married in real life. Oh, yeah. In oh, this wow. universe? Yeah. It doesn't matter, dude. That's still Emily good. Blunt. I don't know who it is. Why would you reproduce in a universe where quiet is key? Honestly, I'm pretty sure most babies are accidents. Accidents happen, and Same. what if they're not against, yeah. you know, what they're, if they're not about to make a bunch abortion. of noise to go and steal condoms from a broken down pharmacy. Like, nah, they, 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 they got other things. That oh, they, they could have do. at the beginning of the but movie. But yeah, you see, anyway. you see that she's pregnant, and you're like, yeah, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, not, that was immediately when I saw she was pregnant, I was like, how the fuck? Are they gonna do My this? first thought was like abortion, abortion. I don't care how tough of a woman you are, you're gonna scream a little bit. I mean, I've never pushed anything out of, but I mean, <laughs> come on. 
yeah. babies' heads like this big. And all all the different characters and where they were. So so we go we're we're at the waterfall. They're talking about like, hey, you should tell, you know, uh, I, did we get their names? No, they, they never really said their names. only say the kids' names once or twice. So I, I don't remember what they were, but can, basically the son, yeah, fact check. The son's name is Noah. Yeah. So so mom is uh, Evelyn in movie. Dad's um, Lee. Dad is Lee. The huh. deaf daughter's Reagan. The alive son is Marcus. I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, Bo. His name's Bo. And uh, man in the woods is just man in the woods, and that's the f- cast, I nice. guess. It's great cast. And then, uh, I love Man the in the Woods. The dead son is Bo. <laughs> the dead son camp. is indeed Bo. That really is the whole cast. Uh, they didn't mention the name is maybe maybe once. Uh, they I said the. Know. I remember the son's name being mentioned. I mm. love I love small. Ca- I I think that if you if you're making an argument to a small movie and you can have a small cast carry your entire movie like that is that's something where it's like you have a strong group of actors and typically I mean as movie critics we can tear child actors apart. I thought these kids did a really good job. Oh, they did. Um, I think I think particularly the daughter. Was she was oh, God, she's yeah. really deaf in real life too. Oh, yeah. is she? Yeah. She wow. That's fucking yeah, that's great. Well, they did the same exact thing for um, The Shape of Water, to where the lead was actually deaf. They can really get, um, you know, the emotion behind the sign language. and I mean, it shows, yeah. you know. Um, so I thought that was great. What I really liked was, um, so obviously you, you hear this water, and it was just like, it was so loud, and he, uh, the, the son Noah was afraid to make these noises. Um, and he was like, no, and it's the only time in the entire movie where we hear someone talking in an actual regular speaking voice. Um, and he was like, hey, you gotta, you should tell her you love her, like, tell her that you don't blame her, and blah, 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 because she blames herself, and, and all this type of stuff, and, and while all of this is going on, I don't know if you guys caught the symmetry, but, um, during this moment of love and clarity, and, uh, you know, kind of, like, emotion, a well-needed emotional release for, you know, this father and son, because they've been through so much over this, this, uh, this loud waterfall that is actually acting as their safe haven um, from the dangers that are around them. Um, you then cut to the mom who is in the complete opposite situation where she is not, she is having a release of pain and suffering in the moment. It, it ends up, it, it's obvious, birth is obviously good pain. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like something terrible is about to happen. There's a new life, but um, she's going through pain in that moment. And she is actually surrounded by water falling too in the basement because all that water was falling her. And then that is what she was, uh, that was what was protecting her uh, initially before um, the dad gave the son the rocket. And that was her, that was her, um, that was her cue where she could just like scream and let the baby out. But I thought it was very cool where you had like this loving, touching moment where they were completely safe with this falling water acting as their safe haven. And then you have this completely treacherous um, scenario where um, it's nothing but kind of pain and suffering in the moment so I thought that was fun yeah yeah I did like that a lot I like the, the I like the use of sound in this movie I think I think sound was probably used the best out of any other movie I've seen so far oh yeah I think hands down. yeah Just, this movie did a lovely thing where like if we can think back to all the times we've seen thriller and horror movies there are signs of relief in them there are moments of like theatrical relief this movie never 
let off the gas till the end. Yeah. You never felt a moment where you were like, whew. No, it was like, here's a scene, it ends, and then the next scene's like, oh, they're again. Yeah, that, that's a great point. I, the, the whole time I was watching this movie, I go, this is cool, how long can they keep this up? I was thinking that for a really long time. Yeah. And then I never stopped thinking it, and then the movie ended. Yeah, like, yeah. I just kept going. I'm just like, all right, at a point, something needs to change. This just can't be the quiet place forever. But it was. Like, they stayed. Part of, part of the reason why I was just like, this isn't a gimmick. Like, they did the thing that they said. The movie's called A Quiet Place, and this was a friggin' quiet place the whole time. Um, thinking of it right now, was there any music in this movie? Outside of very what they were subtle. playing when she was dancing, I don't believe so. There was very subtle. They were. They were. It was more used as like accents, like suspense like ambient, accents, like ambient kind of music. And yeah, sounds. yeah, yeah. More, more. I'm so thinking. That way. I remember the the headphone yeah. portion when they were dancing. Um, but but I mean like a score. Like did this no movie score. has a score? I don't think so. No, it doesn't. I I I um. We mentioned this in the last review that we did where I think you and I were touching upon how I don't think movies take advantage of silence. Yeah. Um, they, they just kind of have these by-the-numbers, like, stock music scores a lot of the time. Yeah, like, uh, in, in, a, in a lot of ways, Ready Player One. I mean, uh -huh. you know, that's just the score you associate with uh, the character arc that, yeah. that Spielberg tries to create. Yeah. That's Ready, what he does. Ready Player One definitely had a soundtrack. This movie was mm. like really held its name in place. You know, this, this is art in, 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 in that in that regard, whereas Ready Player One was really kind of just a score to go with the movie. This this was kind of the movie to go with the score. Or the movie to go with the, the no score. Um, the lack of score, yeah. I don't think any music in this movie would have taken away from the silence and the tenseness oh, 100%. of the environment. Like if this, if the, I'm going to call them Demogorgons, but like if the Demogorgon <laughs> came up and it was like, it's the monster. Yeah, you know what I mean? That, that would have taken me out of it. A yeah, little bit. I, I, because uh, now that I'm looking back is you don't, you don't realize this and, um, they're creatures. They shouldn't be given human exp like expression, and yeah. I feel like giving them giving them a score is kind of giving them a theatrical kind of expression. Yeah, leaving them as what they are lets you kind of just like imagine and, and kind of see them act, and you kind of create whatever your mind creates. Yeah, you know. If I could just have Justin pull up, they actually go into the backstory of the aliens. John Krasinski what? came out. Oh, like, and they do the have movie? a backstory. They. Really? They just didn't the delve. Out they didn't delve into it in the movie. No. Well, ironically, I'm looking up the history of the monster. Can we talk about go. John Krasinski's beard? My God, what yeah. grows a nice beard. Uh, it was a really nice I'm beard. Grows a nice beard. I yeah. looked up his IMDb. Jealous. He hasn't really done that much. No. And then this just blew me away. They yeah, thought honestly. he was gonna break out after The Office, but then that movie Leatherheads came out, and it's yeah. just like his career kind of stalled for a little bit. It was stagnant. Yeah. He's, he's directed and acted in a couple other things, but like nothing, I think nothing major. This might be his second or third movie he's directed in. Yeah, but this is the first one I've heard about. Yeah, the others are just I've heard about. The I want to see him just because yeah. now I've seen someone. When someone can direct and act and make a movie this good, like and it's right. fucking incredible. He's already and working right. on yeah. another project produced by I think Michael Life on Bay Mars. Again. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, whatever he does now, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna follow. Kind of gives me a little. Uh, just for someone who comes out with a thriller. 
directed where they're primarily known for acting and comedy. Uh, I know. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah. With, um, uh, Same producer. Was, well, comedy is out. dark. It lends itself yeah. well to thrillers, horror. Yeah. It, it just kind of shows... <clears throat> when I was a kid, um, I was in an improv troupe. And, uh, you know, the whole thing was... It, you know, we were trying to be funny. The, the, the whole thing was... It was kind of a whose line is it anyway-esque. Um, where we would get up and just kind of do these improvisational um, games in front of a live audience at our school. And, you know, it was, it was meant to be funny. It was supposed to be a comedy show. And uh, I remember watching Whose Line Is It Anyway with my dad. And my dad, you know, big big fan of comedy. And, and, and I go, like, how do these guys do this? Like, how do these guys think of these things on the spot like this? And, um, you know, I would watch with my mom and my dad. And they would both be like if you want to be funny, you need to be so smart. Like, the only way that you can be funny improvisational like this is if you are just a brilliant person that has that has so much of a well-rounded look on so many different things that you can get out there and you can just make people laugh about literally anything. And then when I ended up in this improv troupe, I found out, I was like, I don't know anything about anything. I need to, I need to learn more things. <laughs> and it's really true that these people that are, that are into, I mean, take Louis C.K., for example. Um, you know, he, he does some of the some of the writing, um, you know, for so many different late night talk show hosts and things like that, and then for himself, and then you see that his show, Louis C.K., there's actually like some some real touching moments. I mean, you think yeah. about any of the great comedians, you think about people like, um, you know, George Carlin, and you think about people like that about how they they used comedy as an outlet to just like have the their their realness and their outlook on life kind of like amplified and um i'm glad that people that are primarily inside of comedy are getting these opportunities to be able to put forth their vision and wh whether they're writing acting or um directing i think it's just it's so great that people are taking um you know you look at the office people would you know they'd write it off as a silly show um, and I, I just think it's great that people are, are um, taking it more seriously and seeing that, you know, like, people like this have a lot more to offer than just a cheap laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think Get Out did definitely open that gate a little bit more for people. More so, I think, for actors and, and, and director actors to, to look out and say, like, look what he's done. Mm -hmm. You know, what are we doing? You know, we've always... You know, because a lot, of, a lot of people who get stuck in comedies, like comedy actors, yeah, never get to do a serious role. Yeah, and it's and a lot of the reason is because a lot well studios won't give them the opportunity, yeah. or they don't have the balls to do the opportunity themselves. And I think what Get Out proved is that that make your own opportunity. Mm. You know, that's that's kind of like the future now. It's like it's like even with like what we're doing here, it's like you, you make your own opportunity. Yeah. You, you can do it now it's it's affordable it, you can do it on your own you can put it together you can find people to do it you can learn how to do it online um, and people are doing it yeah I love it where do we go from there so let's birth birth, birth. <laughs> she gave birth I find that way less interesting than anything else what what are you looking up I'm not looking up anything oh great so she Her gave second. birth <laughs> I'm listening to the conversation how dare me she gave birth um, <laughs> well, I saw you doing some stuff. I thought you were looking up the. I was what, looking up a couple. Rob had mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I could well, not find it. You can't find it. The background. I, I mean, I, I know it. Say it. But um, they're actually from an alien world, 
where there's nothing else on there. They've evolved to become virtually invincible, and their home world is actually destroyed and explodes. And they come to Earth on, like, asteroids and meteors. Okay. And they basically, the takeover of the world... Men in blackish. Yeah. Yeah. They take over the world almost instantly. Mm. And my friend brought up a point before seeing the movies like we have fucking tanks I mean like couldn't we take them out the takeover was so sudden and no one saw it coming most of the population was destroyed before they knew they were there did he say how many there are because you, you saw there are three around them yeah like I, you saw how many of them there well, are they've already confirmed there are more than three yeah. because at the end oh no those those were the last two that yeah. are around their farm yeah. You see the note in his thing. When, Three when with a question mark. Yeah. He's, How many he's of them there are counting. on the world? Yeah. Don't know. And is this, is it a worldwide thing? Is it only like a countrywide thing? Like they came here in asteroids? I don't like, think they... What are, the, what are the odds that an asteroid fell in every single like continent? Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I mean, these things might be invincible, but can, are they going to like swim to Africa and swim to Europe? You, you know what I mean? Like, is this just a... I, I'd be interested to know if this is just an, a, a countrywide That thing. was my it's, main it, problem. It was proven wrong. With the movie, I just wish that they delved into their backstory. Yeah. yeah. But it was also kind of good not knowing where they came from and that they still remained mysterious in a way. Yeah, I don't mind... I don't mind not knowing. They did show, though, that when, when he was crossing off the different... He was trying the different uh, feeds for an SOS. They weren't they responding. Showed, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. crossing off countries. So we had this confirm that... It, it, we don't know how, but it, it was everywhere. Some, yeah, like the whole the whole world is in ruins. You know, not just yeah. not just us or America. I think like one of the weirdest situations was like, why did they kill? That was never addressed. Like, why they just kill? When oh yeah, because it said it said on eat, the notes they don't eat. Don't eat their. Why don't they eat their yeah, their kill? They don't eat their kill. They don't seem to have a reasonable cause for their murder. But they f- kill everything that goes like. Yeah, it, it territorial takeover, terraforming. I could get that, but like, why did they just? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, I realized this one, like, point. when one of them killed the ra- uh, the raccoon. Yeah. That scene, like, it was such an insignificant <laughs> scene. It was kind of humor. Like, a lot of those movies are humorous. Well, that was right after the lantern fell, and they were like, "Oh shit, those things are here." Yeah. And then the sound came, and the raccoons were. It was like a weird movie. Like, it had moments of of humor where it was really just you being so tense for so long. That if you didn't laugh, you'd probably die. Well, I that was the first time we saw it kill something, correct? Yeah. No, in the very beginning, it killed the sun. Yeah, we presume it was the first time in the current timeline that it that it killed something. They yeah. didn't even show it kill the sun; they just showed like a swoop. Yeah, I thought gone. when and I caught four hundred something days later. Yeah, when I saw that, I how I interpreted it was okay. This is the threshold threshold of how loud you could be. Like, you need to be quieter than a f- raccoon. Yeah. That's when you, you figure that just out? You know what I mean? I, I came into the movie late. That's well, fine. I figured that out, like, nearly the, uh, well, the pharmacy. The raccoon was triggered by the lantern falling. Yeah. So, like, they're... You know how they ha- how they do their thing where they, they get super high intensity with their with ears or whatever the f- call it? Um, and they can they're, hone they're in on the sounds. Yeah. Yeah. So, at that point... The they lantern. were already zoning in right, on the area, right. and then they heard the raccoon, and it, and it happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and it, when when you ask like, oh, why don't they, uh, you know, why don't they eat their kill? 
Um, I find that that is a completely fine question because the characters in the actual movie were asking that question too. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a plot hole where we were like, well, what the hell? They don't it was, know you know, they, not, not only do they not know, but they want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it speaks to, I mean, that's a character, you know, audience relationship where they're actually, they're asking the same questions that we are. And, and they're acknowledging the fact that there is something weird going on and that gives the, the impression that there's just this small little nod that if there's another one, maybe they'll address it. Um, what about that? Do you guys think there'll be a, a quiet place too? Yes. No, actually. I think they shouldn't. It, I think it, they shouldn't, but that doesn't mean they. Won't. I love the ending. I mean, yeah, it's gonna make do it. it's gonna make enough money to make warrant the studio ordering another one. But it ended so perfectly to where they know their weakness, they know how to get it done. And in the second movie, what can you really do? She's raising the kid, part time monster think, hunter. Well, we it then it. becomes a completely <laughs> different movie. Yeah, and really it's like live, die, repeat. Part time monster hunter. Emily verse. That's yeah. no, that's it's the title. Cool. A quiet place too. Part time monster. Yeah. That's that's great. It, it ended <laughs> on such a solid note that a sequel. I'm usually one where if a sequel fits, do it remake fits do it but I feel a sequel would diminish the meaning of the first movie they definitely ended yeah. this in a way in which if there is a sequel we they all yeah. we all logically know it'll be deaf girl the fuck <laughs> which is reasonable to think that because that's the only place it could go if it was a sequel to our knowledge but I'm with you in that if there is no sequel I'm okay with how it yeah. ended which is maybe not a thing we should get well, we could. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I would but certainly. If they no made sequel, a sequel, I'd watch please, it. Please, no sequel, though. Yeah, I, I felt the say. same. I hate, I hate bringing up Stranger Things so many times, but I felt the same thing in Stranger Things, where, where it ended, and then I was just like, I like, I like that there's questions. That's what makes a fan base go ravenous because they have all these questions and they can talk and they can theorize and exchange theories and ideas yeah. with each other. That's what's so great. And I saw it and I was like, oh, there's still a little bit of the upside down in him when he. When he, when he coughed up the little uh, leech there, and I was just like, oh, I'm okay with, with having this mysterious kind of kind of open-ended You didn't ending. need the sequel, I didn't, but it was I fine. I didn't need it. See, with but the it show, was it still worked. With the show, <laughs> I, I, I totally wanted a sequel to that. What mm-hmm. they did with it, I wasn't 100% happy with, but it was okay. I still felt I the sequel. I, I thought the sequel had... season was good. It didn't capture the magic that the first season yeah. did, but it was still good and well done. I think it had... Some moments, episode seven was the like the oh my fucking how bad episode seven oh, was. The the, the, the girl, the I don't want to talk about it. Girl, I don't want to talk about it. I hated yeah. that that stupid episode so much. It was so bad. Such a yeah. weird departure from not only the story but the quality yeah. of Stranger Things. It was a departure in so many ways, and and like it just seemed like. There was like this new team. They were like, we got this great idea. And they're like, just let them do the thing that they want to do. And then they did this thing and they're just like, I guess we'll put it in the seat. Like, just a terror. Like, you could completely, yeah, completely yeah. throw away. And I actually want to go into it a lot right now, but we won't. We'll get back to, to A Quiet Place. I'm sorry. I want to go in on that episode. Um, I want to go in on that episode so bad. But um, we, got the, we got the childbirth. Well, hold on. Up. I kind of have, like, a question, though. Yeah. Like, because we never really finished this. What if the sequels, and I know you're going to punch me in the face if I mention Cloverfield yeah. one more time, but hear my logic. 
what if this movie's followed Cloverfield in the same idea that, like, if you watch Cloverfield one, two, three, four, five, five will be out later this year, but, like, if you watch them, they make no fucking sense in and of each other. But the universe makes sense. This movie is literally a frame from not being Cloverfield. One frame, if it just said Cloverfield Farm, it's Cloverfield 5. Funny thing you say that, the writers were going to tie it into the Cloverfield universe. Shocker. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> they should have fucked off with that stupid ass Cloverfield paradox. I- I love that movie. And made this the third Cloverfield movie. This fits so well into that universe in that it's not connected. It fits better. But it is connected. They did this. They did the same thing in uh, Split. Yeah. Where it was an unknown sequel to uh, Unbreakable. Well, a lot of people thought that movie Life with. um, I hated that fucking. They thought that was a prequel to the Venom movie. And that the monster in that was going to be the symbiote from Venom. It's a pretty cool concept. So. I mean, Maybe, when you yeah. when you read about it, it's kind of cool. But watching the movie, like, no. Yeah, sounds but good in theory. I think this movie could have been a Cloverfield movie, and I would have been actually more excited about it after seeing it, knowing it that it was part of the Cloverfield oh, universe. Which movie? The no, Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Yeah. I'm so glad it's not part no. of the universe. No, I'm with I'm with Rob. Like, no, I would have loved it because universe. Cloverfield Lane. You watch that movie in and of itself; it's a good movie. You don't know. But what's when going you on. tie it into the Cloverfield franchise, you're like, well, you guys are like shitting on Paradox, but Paradox actually answers inadvertently a lot of the questions of what's happening in the Paradox universe. Well, in that scenario, it's a multiverse, but it does answer where the monster came from. True, it finally gives you an answer to where this came from that you don't get in one, two, or three. And I don't know what four is going to be, so we'll have to wait till the end of this year. I just stay tuned. Movies are changing but, so much. I feel like it is just like it is just more and more rare to find a movie that it's just a movie that's good. Yeah. And then that's it. You know what I mean? I don't need sequels. I don't need prequels. I don't need these sequel seasons. I don't need like prequel sequel trilogy. Like all of this stuff. <clears throat> when you find just like a just a good old movie, it's just great. Like when you when you when you go back and you talk about like a lot of great movies that have been in the past. Um, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of them have been like. Oh, you seen this movie? Oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's not like, oh, hey, have you like seen this movie? Do. Oh, yeah. What about uh, the second and the third one, though? You, you know what I mean? It's just like, I really like the idea of having just like, it's a movie. Yeah, and then really that's what's it. so good about movies like Ex Machina and Annihilation. Oh, my God. Can we not? I can't. <laughs> I, I can't not talk Bobby about it. He, he's probably Machina. my favorite director working right now. Same. Ex Machina is my favorite I literally, I mentioned this in our last review too about how it was my favorite. I, I think routinely every single review we do, I'm just gonna be like, an ex machina. It's gonna be like my, my like, it'll be my Brett Favre if I was, uh, keep coming out of retirement, keep rearing its head. If I was, no, who's the guy? Who's the announcer? What's his name? Sean Madden. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, I'll bring up Annihilation like he brings up Brett Favre. Um, but. <laughs> It was the only movie I bought in 4K UHD to test out my TV because I give no <laughs> shits about 4K UHD, but I know that movie will look damn good. I bought John Wick too. Damn it. That movie looked so great. Yeah. The practical effects in that movie were so. Mm. 
were so good. Yeah. But A Quiet Place was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> and there's my segue. Right back in. Did so the ending, know you liked that it. Michael Bay produced it, though? Yeah. yeah. He does A Quiet Place? He, yeah. he's, he's produced some good movies. I'm not a fan of his directing. Dude, whoa, 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 I'm freaking out right now. Yeah. What did he do particular, like, specifically? He produced it. Are you sure? Produced, produced, because yeah. it's yeah. an association. To my knowledge. He's it, number one, he's the producer. It's his producing company. He like, was on huh. John Krasinski's last movie, too. Huh. The one about Benghazi. I didn't know that. And he's yeah. producing the next one that he's directing. He may Which, have produced all of John Krasinski's movies. Which, like, it really fucked hmm. me up, because, like, this movie's not a Michael Bay-esque film, but, like, that's also, like, no. us being ignorant, thinking Michael it's Bay only goes... Giant piece of but, that's my, but that's Michael Bay, the director. <laughs> massive piece of shit of Michael Bay's What's interesting is Blumhouse is getting shittier, for what the is? most part. Blumhouse is getting shittier. Get Out was good, but for the most part, Blumhouse is putting out a lot of shit now. Well, they put out shit before Get Out. They have the occasional hit. Everything's just so low budget that they'll have something produced well, had, for five million dollars goes on to make a hundred. Yeah, yeah. They had a good run for a while, but kind of just I'm saturated now. I don't know how we bring this up right now. Just bring it up. We're just yeah. Michael we're just looking. Bay is set to produce the Purge, a TV series. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? A- he produces everything. And the series coming Dude's out. Dude's got money up. No, no, it's a TV show coming yeah. out about the Purge. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about Transformers 8, 9, 14, 27. Fuck those Why movies. is Transformers 7 coming out after Transformers 8? The Bumblebee Transformers, movie. Transformers is... A trash can? I will say, on camera, On right fire. I think Transformers is the worst movie franchise that has ever existed. It's like if a trash can caught on fire... And then caught on fire again. It's yeah. more like a trash can caught on fire and then committed a hate crime. But then raised money. <laughs> but then still Dude, met goals. The last one pulled in like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I thought they were losing the rights. They're making another one. They're making I know two they're making more. another they're one. They're making and two Bumblebee more. Bumblebee movie. Yeah. At least. So like Fuck the first Mark one. The first <laughs> one. He stick to ten. Fair. Please. Fair. Um. The, the first one was bad, but people were like, well, the sound design... That was the best one. Yeah. They, they were like, the sound design was good, and the Transformers looked really cool, so I guess I'll give it a pass. Then the second one was made during the writer's strike, and it made no sense, and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. And then everyone was like, well, it was made during the writer's strike. And then the third one came out, and they were like, well, this new girl's kind of hot, and the trailer <laughs> looks like they fixed some things. And then they saw it, and it was a colossal piece of crap. And then the fourth one came out, and then you were like, is... Can it get worse? So, oh my God, it can get worse. This is Mark the- Wahlberg is in it, and he goes, "Dude, how are you gonna reference Transformers in a Transformers movie? You don't call Transformers aren't Transformers. They're fucking robots. They're Autobots. They call them Autobots in the movie." And he goes, "He goes, oh my God, I don't, I don't think this is a normal truck at all. I think we just found ourselves a Transformer." And I'm like, I'm like, you can't. It's a transformer. And I'm like, why do you, like, why is this important? And he goes, I'm an inventor. I mean, the whole fucking movie, I'm an inventor. If I can apply this technology to my inventions, we'd never have to worry about money again. And like, literally pauses the movie for like a, like, like an, like, like 20 minutes to explain why it's not illegal for this like adult man to pork this this like this minor it, it was so it was 
It was so bad. It just reaches a new low. It's so, so bad. And then I didn't even see this last one. I bet you I could tell you everything that happened in this new one. Knights of the Round Table, Nazis... If I read you, if I read you of the last night, the description, the description is Autobots and Decepticons are at war with humans on the sidelines. Optimus Prime is gone. The key to saving our future lies buried in the secrets of the past in a hidden history of Transformers on Earth. I don't want to watch this based on that, that fucking basic synopsis because what does that mean? It's about nothing. But like, what's amazing is like this trash can of a movie was made on 217 estimated budget of a mo- uh, million. It made 605 million. 100 million. 100 million. I'm so sorry. Like, thanks, it China. Tripled oh, that, its budget. Uh, yet, that's a success uh, by some after, standards. After it's all said and done, it probably just barely evened out with marketing costs, company well, you ticket know budget prices. includes marketing costs generally. No, yeah. you, you have to double that. Marketing, ticket budgets. The company's but budget cut. generally sure does separate. include marketing. Yeah, but, but two hundred seventeen hundred no. million for a movie should include marketing. definitely no, has to include marketing. That's just the production. I do want to go on record and say that I love the Transformers franchise, though. I do want to say that, not the movie franchise, you, the franchise. <laughs> Transformers in general. Transformers. The I like Transformers. Oh, they were cool. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, I want to go on record. I want to go on record right now and say that I love the Transformers franchise as a unit. Yeah. I love um, Peter Cullen. You're a, you're you are literally a gift to this earth. Thank you for doing what you do. Um, give me Fall of Cybertron the movie. I loved Beast Wars. So the last point I want to make since we we only Beast got Wars. here because oh, of, of you're talking about. we only got here because of Michael Bay. But we only got here because Quiet Place is so good. We can't really complain. <laughs> yeah, we're not even. We like, can't so complain so at good. all. But does anyone have any gripes about the movie, other than the nail? <laughs> yeah. The fuck nail. That nail shouldn't have come up. But let me see gripes about the movie. Um, I thought now, okay. It the was, ending would be the only gripe. It was you didn't like the ending. No, no. I think that's the only reasonable gripe anybody I've seen has with this movie is well, the ending. Think it's reasonable. But I'm sorry, Bobby. What's your point? <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, My bad. Uh, no, it's cool. I, I I was gonna say that this movie does obviously does a great job putting you into the universe, putting you into you know whatever it is, and you feel suspense and you feel whatever. Um, I felt like I knew what was going to happen. To a point. This movie didn't hold your hand enough to let you... This movie didn't hold your hand enough to let you know what was going to happen, but it didn't, like, avoid the obvious too much. Like, the nail popped up 20 to 30 minutes before she stepped on it. That's... I think that's, that's, that's almost enough time like to where you almost forget about it. I never was talking about that. <clears throat> I knew, it was like... The verge. No, no Rob, like, I, I never, never forgot, forgot because they, the camera focused on the it, nail yeah. so hard that I'm like, this isn't even hiding the fact yeah. that somebody... You don't know who. As soon as that pops up... Am I the only one that really hoped the monster stepped on it and it didn't? And I, I was did. so mad. I did. Oh, yeah. But then thinking, I was like, these fucking things stood... Human counterattack, and a nail True. is gonna do him in. But if a nail, yeah. if he stepped on a nail and just went like a whoo, like 
Like, it would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> it would have ruined the movie, probably, but it would have been so funny. I, um, <laughs> I, I knew at every point where the, the, the monster, they're Demogorgons, the Demogorgon was trying to get the kids. I knew they weren't going to get them. At no point did I actually feel worried for the kids. I, I knew that the kids weren't going to die. I thought, I thought all bets were off. The, no, second, see, the second that John Krasinski... Is that, am I getting that right? The second, second that pretty good, Bobby. I gotta hand it to you. Um, the Krasinski. second that John Krasinski was in there and he sacrificed himself, I was just like, oh, I, I got it. It, it didn't come to a shock to me that he sacrificed himself. Nothing, nothing gave me a go. Oh my god, nothing. It, he sacrificed himself. Did I know he was gonna do that? Sacrificed himself. Did I know he was gonna do that in the beginning of the movie? No. But when he did, I was just like, yeah. Side so note. This, most feels I've gotten in a movie in a while I, I was when he did that. I cried. Mm. I truthfully cried. That's interesting. Because like, he, he, when he looked at his daughter and signed, I loved you, oh, yeah. I've yeah, always I loved you, right. I was like, this motherfucker, he's got to do it. Yeah. Like, the biggest problem was like, okay, Bobby, you weren't there when the kid got killed, to my knowledge. So, no. so it's understandable why you thought the kids were safe. Those of us that were at the beginning never thought the kids were safe. I didn't I thought, I didn't know that a kid died, though. I, I you knew a kid died, but yeah, like the, if you saw the way he died, you'd have been like, this movie doesn't give a fuck about kids. Everybody's fucked. Sure. Everybody is equally as fucked as the next. I thought the baby was going to die. I the new baby. The monster was eating the baby when she first woke up, and it was oh. in the corner. I was like, this thing Same. already <laughs> ate the baby. <laughs> it's just eating babes. Like... Babies, ba ba babies. <laughs> it was just not. Where great. did that water come from, by the way? The water that the that water tank that they have stored up in the farm and thing broke into it because it was looking for him. Because that's true. Uh, yeah. Okay, I see that logic, but that exposition was not given when we were watching it. No, no. That was a lot of like draw your own conclusion on where the water came from. It was just like here's John leaving the barn, and then I, I fuck his name. Here's John leaving the barn, and then got the water, and, and you saw the water, and you're like, shit's gonna go wrong. The exposition soon. of the water, though, where you knew is like, oh, sh**, the, the thing that was used earlier in the movie that was like to mask louder noises is now the loud noise that's drawing the creatures to the fucking basement. Yeah, it was a fun, so was cool I have no idea how the monster got yeah. in the basement, because I believe the, the mattress was still covering the hole. Am I... I could be wrong. Oh, it got I think it. that's a different... It's it a different thing. It moved different. it back? That's... No, that, that was in the barn. Yeah, that was a different... Yeah. The she, barn's basement. When, in the water was when the mom was alone in the basement before the dad got there. She was still yeah. running from the thing. They didn't go in the hole with the, the mattress over it until the dad got back and that whole scene had ended. The water filling up was in the basement, though. Yeah. Barn it basement. Was a different, barn a different basement. Place. They stay in the... His like lab is in the house basement. Right, but they weren't in the lab basement because that was safe at the end of the movie. Where am I lost? They were you lost? They moved at one point. She was carried. Right yeah, at, like right after she had the baby, oh. she was carried. Do you remember? Yeah, but she fell asleep in the basement of the barn. In yes, my, in my mind, in the barn with the baby. Right. The the, the fucking weird murder crib. That's what I'm calling it. It was really creepy. It was sorry. I had no idea what creepy. it was for. I thought they were just going to suffocate the baby, the baby to stay alive. That's hard. That's weird, but that was art. I, I thought he was going to kill the baby to stay alive and I just cry. I was hoping abortion the whole time. <laughs> I'm mad that I thought it, but I, the whole time I was like, clean it out. Please. <laughs> clean it out. In this universe, you're going to have a kid? Don't. 
And then they went like, "Are you gonna have a kid?" Isn't that still But like, noisy? what if like accidents happen though? Like accident, like accidents happen, and if you're like against uh, like killing Pull your kid out? or abortion, then you 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 just have to have to have sex have in kid. this world. You, I mean, once again, you have sex in any world. It's Emily That's Blunt. True. Yeah, <laughs> more of these. Emily Blunt argument is You don't pass that up. Tom Cruise <laughs> couldn't resist, and he's fucking. <laughs> he is insane. Live, die, repeat. He died over and over again for that. Speaking of Mission Impossible Four, despite knowing it's probably going to be shit, they're actually. Shit. This is Mission Impossible Six. Is it six? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I so two movies behind. The last Mission two were the best. Four. Really? Five and four were the best ones. Shit. <laughs> How, how much could Tom Cruise kick his own ass? He broke his own ankle. Yeah, in order to do his own stuff. He's he still insane. believes in Xenu and volcanoes like, erupting. I do like him, him, despite being in a lot of cheesy Nukes and volcanoes. Like Dude, that's what happened, alright? You man, would man. believe in Scientology for the story. Nah. Hey, it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, do you guys watch Big Mouth on Netflix? Yes. No, I haven't seen it yet. When he, was, when he was like... Uh, he goes, and that's what happens? He goes, yup. He goes, that sounds like a lot of, uh, that sounds like a lot like Scientology. He goes, yeah, out of everyone, they were the closest. <laughs> and you just, I love Jason yeah. Manzoukas. He's, it was, it that, was, uh, that show is so gold. It, I think, has a lot of problems, but I think it's really funny. All right. I, I don't, hate, we're not going to go into the problems, but who's I, who's the ghost? The ghost singer? Oh, um, God, I hate him so much. He's not great, but no. What's um, the main character's name? The 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 kid with the big mouth. What's his name? John Mulaney. No. No, that's, has, not the, that's not the character's just, name. I just hate his voice. Like I just hate him. He's just like, it's hey, what are you doing? Hide the bear with the bear. And I'm like, shut <laughs> fucking mouth. Like you Wait, are so aggravated. Is it that, that that dude that looks like he's like on crack the whole time? You talking about Jason Manzukas? Is is that Kay. the guy? I'm talking about the goat, the only ghost in the entire. Movie. I've never seen the show, but from the Jordan voice, Jordan Peele is the ghost. <laughs> I hate him, which I is wild. Hate him. Who's the? Okay, you got Nick and Andrew. Yeah, Nick. Let me tell you about a story. One time I was doing that, and I'm like, can you not have one level of your? Can you please just not scream all the time, constantly? I hate you, and I hate. I hate the other hormone monster. The woman? No, she's great. <laughs> the, the, the male one? No, the other one who's oh, the, the old one? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a little teacher out of mouth and I'm like, get the f out of it's so bad. No, it's fucking a Oh, it's so garbage. Nick, no, because Nick's like, I don't want that one. No. And the other one's like that's what you got, buddy. No. I can't help you. You're not ready if yet. If he's a main part of the second season, I'm going to be very upset. I probably won't watch it. He is so aggravating. He's like, Lord the monsters. We love pizza. I'm like, are it's you so shitting funny. me? You're is wrong. This like so an stupid. Show? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. I love animation. What's a, what's amazing is those two fuck three fucks started. Uh, you, you're the worst. <laughs> Although Aqua Teen Hunger Force came up in conversation today, and I cried when Taylor didn't know anything from it. Honestly, I've uh, I've never watched it. <sighs> really? <laughs> Were wow. we talking about right. a quiet place? Fuck that. Dude, a quiet. I really yeah, liked it's, about. It's, it's, I really liked a quiet place. I have no, Rob, what did you <laughs> think? Right, in summary, 
I love this movie again. Probably one of my favorites of the year. Top three, definitely. And yeah. and grade, what would you grade it? I'm gonna give it a solid A to an A minus. Sure. Um, I'm in there with. I'm gonna. I mean, I don't give it. I, I don't think I can give it A plus, but I'm gonna go A. A plus is like when you go to like. One to ten, I usually review things on, but giving plus and minus gives me a lot more to work with. I don't think I can give uh, anything an A plus. I don't sure. think I can ever give anything an A plus. Sure. Uh, in terms of my letter grade, I, I didn't. In terms of being created, like in terms of the the effort that went into or the effort behind this movie, it's just so I thought so well made like I would give it an A plus in terms of how well it's made my personal grade I'd probably go B plus like there was something I didn't feel like in things like Ex Machina I didn't feel the thing go oh my god like this is so like that's an A plus to me um, so I would give it a, a B plus for being extremely well crafted and um, the acting the sound I think I would probably give this movie an A minus based on the feelings it evoked from literally zero minutes to end. This movie made me fucking curl into all in these seats the whole movie because I just kept cringing at every situation. And I haven't felt that since maybe Don't Breathe. And it evoked a sense of mystery that I haven't felt since the OG Cloverfield, which are like two great compliments to this movie, which is like, it evoked a feeling of stress I haven't felt in a very long time. It evoked a feeling of mystery I haven't felt in a very long time. Because movies just hand feed you exposition on a platter and go, here's A and B and C and D. And this movie is like, F you guess. And you do, you truly guess from start to finish. Guess. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you have to like use your imagination for a lot of this movie. And I think the ending was the biggest sign of that. Like, half the people I meet are like, this ending's a trash can. And the other half I meet's just like, I'm comfortable with this ending. Like, mm. that's some like John Wick 3 <laughs> she's about to pull. <laughs> and I want to see it, but I'm okay not seeing it. Yeah, you and know what? I, I think I gotta move my grade to an A minus, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I can't give it's Ready Player- It's not truly an A plus. I, yeah. I can't give Ready Player One a C, and then only give this a grade and a half yeah. more than it. This this is an A minus movie. Whether you're into this kind of stuff or not, it's just it's brilliantly crafted. There's no downtime, and uh, we literally had to try and think of gripes with this movie. <clears throat> Rob, I'm interested to know: Did you like this movie better than Annihilation? I'm gonna have to see it again because I've seen Annihilation twice. I've only seen this once. As of right now, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Annihilation's probably been my favorite movie of the year so far. I can dig it. This probably sits at the top of my list so far. Yeah. Currently, this is number one on 2018's list, but I've seen so few movies this year. It can only be number one on my list right now. Go see yeah. the Winchester. Well, with that being said... <laughs> Make me. No, it's so bad. We'll be doing more soon. Uh, thanks for that. watching, guys. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. What's our next movie? Uh, we'll talk about that after. Uh, Rob, you got any plugs? I don't. <laughs> Just ball plugs? Just <laughs> right, we, hey, we can't get into that. That's a <laughs> whole done. other episode. I am so ready <laughs> for Super Troopers 2. <laughs> that butt plug's a whole other episode. I got three hours of material. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Thank you.